Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've got a few pre-show notes for you. First, a reminder. All of the content we produce is available on our website at finalshowfilms.com, as well as youtube.com slash sensaku, sensaku.podbean.com, twitch.tv slash sensaku, and on iTunes. We are only able to do the things we do thanks to the kind support of our Patreon donors. We give a special shout-out to our $25 tier supporters, Antitonic and Cat Waterflame. If you'd like to support us that way, be sure to check it out. Secondly, a thank you to the folks over at 411mania.com. They produce articles and content related to wrestling, MMA, movies, music, and gaming. Go check them out. We appreciate their support as well. And lastly, be sure to subscribe, comment, and rate, if possible, wherever you listen to or watch our content. It helps us know what you like, what you don't like, and helps us make more content. Feedback is always appreciated. With all that being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakverse. I want to apologize for any differences in sound quality, technical content. There's a variety of technical issues, and we are without our executive producery person this week. So I solved them with my duct tape solutions. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever does the job. We're, yeah. we're we're running we're running on spit blood and hope right now, but you know, yeah. hopefully there's enough of all three of those. <laughs> well, we just went through a fight, so there's an abundance of blood, I'm sure. Um. So, speaking of, let's start by introducing our characters, starting with William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Einar Einherjir, dwarven necromancer. And Jeremy. I'm Jeremy, I'm here for the moment, and I'm playing uh, Helistra, and she's a drow in nature and shit. Uh, Jack? Hey everybody, I'm Jack, and I play Ragnar Ein Harrier, the dwarven paladin of conquest. Cat? I'm Cat, and I play Ska, the wood elf barbarian. Navarin? Hi, I'm Navarin, and I'm an... Uh, not an addict. I'm Alistar Amaran, <laughs> the half elf bard who is an addict. <laughs> Never mind. Um, so, last week, I believe Jack's notes summarize it best Froggemoth. Yep. Yes. All about Froggemoth. Now lies dead before you in this glowing water of magical properties. Um, That was a poorly phrased sentence in my notes. (laughs) Glowing water um, split open and Ragnar within you can see these strange cobwebbed organs that look more like the suggestion from someone who really failed their frog dissection class than um, where those organs should actually be. And so kind of like if you if you asked a toddler glint- to draw what the inside of a frog looks like? Yeah. <laughs> a really fucked up toddler. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. 
And you can see the faint glint of something metal jutting out of one of these things that you think it's the heart, except for like that one of the lower heart chunks is just an eyeball. Yeah, we're going to grab that. Okay. The metal thing, not the eyeball. Um, yeah. Let's see All right. Yank that out of there. Make me a strength check. Okay. Just straight strength and not athletics. Or athletics is fine. Um, okay. All right. That is a. Whoop. That is a crit. Although I'm still rolling at advantage for some reason. But that is a natural 20 for 27. Yep. With a natural 20, you easily dislodge this mystical item, um, pulling out what seems to be a trident that was somehow lost or stuck within here. Um, the grip is a strange shape with sort of twist, a twisting coiled element to it and barnacles that seem grafted into the make of Vit. Um, the base of the fork holds a face on one side holds the symbols of a face on one side, a face that is seems to be pleasantly sleeping and the other one looking at you in other horror. Well, hello there. Hmm. Help me get this thing out of here. We can skin this. Huh? Scowl go over. Harvest it for, you know, hides and shit. Yes. That's a giant frog. No, it's actually specifically not quite a frog. It's it's frogish. It's a giant frog. It's a frog. A little bit more than that, but that is that is close. It's It's a frog I believe. Yes, it's it's quite large, as you'll notice. It is not a froggy moth. But it it probably tastes good. <laughs> Moths are tiny. Uh, for he's a frog. One word. He mm. frog. Mm. Single word. Not following, but I don't care. Do That's uh? Fine. Do you know what a behemoth is? Have you heard the had heard the term? Mm. Only when other people no mention it. Yes. Um. <laughs> no. All right. What I do, do I not do understand, but I do not care. Also, I've only ever heard it in in, a, in I, one context and one specific context alone. Yeah, this is not that context. So. Ragnar, what do you need me to do? Uh, well, generally, you start with uh, splitting it at the joints, unstitch the uh, hide as best you can, flay it, and uh, see if there's anything else usable inside. Sounds like a like plan. Like this big-ass fork I just found. <sighs> Would you mind handing that to me, brother, so that I might see what's, what is with it? Not for keepers. Uh, this one, I've got my name on this one. You know I don't wield weapons like I this. I know. 
I hand it over to uh, to Einar. All right. I, I um, ritual cast identify. Yep. Ragnar, as you're handing it over, and Einar, as you take it, to both of you, there's something familiar about this. You, almost as though you've held it before. It's an odd shape for a weapon, as I mentioned before. The uh, grip is a little bit weird. But when you hold it, it's not unfamiliar as you'd expect it to be. Almost as though this is something you held before. So it's vaguely familiar in a slightly unsettling way. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Find out. We'll find out if we yep. know more in ten minutes. Alright, <laughs> and whoever so is taking the lead on harvesting the frog hemoth, I'd like to make me nature or survival their choice. If I've got a plus three to survival. I've got a plus four to survival. Yeah, you go. I will help you. All right. Yeah. So with advantage because you're being helped. Beautiful. I've got... That is a 16. (laughs) Don't worry. I've got a plus seven to survival. I was going to say, we'll have you help us with Mm -hmm. the giant frogs upstairs. (laughs) Well, you help us. We'll help you with the giant frogs upstairs. Yeah. So that's a 16. (laughs) Okay. Even without asking the druid, it's a decent job. Um, Yeah, you can pull it apart at limbs, kind of. Like... With the frog, there's, like, frog legs that can be removed. This is more like tentacles that lack lack joints. Um, you do find a leg that is sort of inside of this, more like a frog leg, that's just sort of curled up inside, almost in place of a second tongue. Um, okay, that's creepy. I see Aaron has been playing plenty of Bloodborne lately. <laughs> I don't own Bloodborne. <laughs> I want it, but I don't own it. I'll have to correct that at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, this is my own fucked up brain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're in good company. With that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so... You can get, well, it's really fucking big. You can get as much hide as you want. You can also get, I'll say, five frog hemoth teeth. Cool. Um, All right. Scott will take one of the teeth and give the other four to you. And one eye stalk, because one eye stalk was um, sliced off during combat. But you can harvest the other one. That's what you get with a 16. How big is a frog hemoth tooth? Um, Probably about, like... And there's like a proportional inches. drawing of a person and a tooth on the little yeah. icon. Yeah, tooth's probably about, like, face size. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, she'll, she'll take one of those and give the other ones to you. Okay. And she'll take, gonna... like... Nah, she probably won't take any of the hide. She'll give it all to you. We'll bundle that up and... Well, 
Is there anything else in this cavern that's of any uh, use to anybody? Uh, Alistair, did you want to examine these waters? Mm, I suppose. Uh, just a second. Ragnar's turning into the club secretary. <laughs> um, uh, yes, what do I need to do? Sorry, I'm... Uh, the suggestion was made that you might want to investigate the water. Is there... Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, what do I? What do I need to do? <laughs> if that's just generally speaking, you can make me. I'm assuming your nature is better, but nature or religion? Uh yes, it is vaguely better, but not good. Um. Uh, I'll take that twenty-one. Yep, with the twenty-one. Um. This water seems somehow stronger than what was upstairs. Upstairs, of course, glowed, but this one's more, like, brighter and more intense, perhaps, because it's a larger collection, or this is the source. Um, even even though the water is bright, it is also clear. Uh, with the Frog Hemoth gone, you can see most of the way into the base of the water, even at its deepest points. Um, the bottom of this lake is clear, not sheer. It is clearly natural rock formations, but dotted in it do seem to be stones that also seem to exude this vibrant aura uh, in the base of the water. You can tell it seems to have some sort of magical properties, potentially healing, um, something like that. Scar. 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 Yes? What rhymes with frog She says something to you in giant... That rhymes. That'll work. What does it mean? You don't want to know. Oh, okay. Making a mental note not to sing that to any giants. (laughs) (laughs) So... Which Can't I wait till we come, to the, come up in front of the storm giant court and Ragnar just uh, elbows Sorry, you. Jeremy. Sing him the Frog Hemoth song. <laughs> <laughs> um. So let me let me see if I understand this correctly. I may be. I don't understand these uh, above-ground cities, so maybe I am not understanding something correctly. Um, But they found this pond, 
The only reason that they come to this pond is to take the water so that they can make money. And that's why we killed everything here. Sounds about right. You say we. We either did or all of us either did or allowed it to happen. Functionally, same thing. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's about the long and short of it. Wonderful. That tells me about everything I need to know. Okay. <clears throat> Are we done here? Well, there's still some... Uh, frogs upstairs that might have some natural resources we could repurpose. Hmm? Sounds good. There's also a wizard in the back just still chanting their ten minute long spell. Well, this thing's about the size of an elephant. I'm pretty sure it takes us longer than ten minutes to, yeah. to skip um, it. <laughs> I'll say by this point you basically have identified the trident. Um, and it is the trident of bad dreams. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Brother, I think this is truly a weapon for you. Oh, is it? <laughs> You're a ruthless one who likes his enemies to be unable to fight back. Well, I'll give it a go then. <laughs> With this trident, you can put your foes to sleep before you finish them. Oh, splendid. Hell, that's, that's bloody fantastic. Because you identified it, there is some extra information. Um, Stat-wise, is it just a normal trident, or yeah, is it like a... Okay, so it's not like magic damage or anything on that. No, it is not considered a magical weapons for, weapon for the purpose of damage. Um, okay. I, I will find out what the extra information is before I decide if there's a butt or not. Okay. <laughs> awesome. There is a butt, it's got a haft. It's true. It's very true. Do-do-do. Uh, the glory of having identify as a spell. You find out if the weapon is cursed before you start using it. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> Most of the time. Yeah. A lot of the time, cursed, uh, the curse specifies um, that identify doesn't find it. That's fair. I know, I've got a cursed sword. <laughs> <laughs> In a different game. Um, we're getting paid for this, right? Because that thing was scary. 
Oh, aye. They're going to give us yes. 2,500 gold pieces. Hmm. Oh, good. How much do I get? Uh, less than all of it. Hmm. Huh. Are you uh, sure? Did you see how heroic I was? No, I was uh, I was a little too busy uh, huh. doing a fair bit of the killing it myself. Hmm. What did you do? Tell me. Hmm. Oh, oh, can I ever tell you? <laughs> ah, okay. So I, it's not a but, it's an and, actually. Okay. I mean... And, uh... Well, for one, the dreams of those afflicted by this spear will definitely not be restful, shall we say. It's called a trident of bad dreams for a reason. But if you feel like capturing someone to be awoken later by someone who can cleanse magic, or if you're just feeling particularly spiteful, when a, when a blow from this trident would slay a foe, you can instead choose to put it to sleep forever without magical interference. Their body will eventually die as, they're too, as they cannot feed or nourish themselves through their sleep. It's a long, slow, painful way to die with one trapped in the nightmares conjured by the trident. Yeah. Le- leans over to Halistra. He sounds really into that. Mm, yes, yes, he does. And Aaron, you you literally can't wake them up, or like um, with magic, you have to wake them up. Yeah. Oh, you have to. It, it, basically, okay. it is. I wasn't sure how to phrase this, but it is essentially the effect of a sleep spell without a time limit. Gotcha. Okay. Um. So they will eventually starve to death. <laughs> they will eventually starve to death. Probably thirst before hunger, but you know. True. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they'll eventually die unless somebody wakes yeah. them up intentionally. Okay. All right. But it's not like insta perma sleep. Mm-hmm. All right. So excellent for taking prisoners then, and also uh, giving them a less than pleasant. <laughs> Bout of incapacitation. Indeed. That sounds. You just kind of hand the trident back to him. That sounds very cruel. Okay. Well. Leans over to. Number of cruel things you can do with any weapon. Leans over to Scar. Have you met these dwarves? Have Have you met these dwarves? Yes. Okay. Just checking. Scar just kind of shakes her head. Like, you're being an idiot. I mean, there's a number of fairly cruel things you can do with a toothpick. Mm. (laughs) That's true. That is very true. Or a hairbrush. See, Alistair knows what I'm talking about. Mm. Oh, yeah, sorry. I am finding I do not understand what you are usually talking about. Don't worry about it. We tend to bring up a lot of hypotheticals and possibilities that probably shouldn't be taken quite seriously by anyone who might happen to be overhearing us. Can I get paid now? We have to get back to town first. Well, we'll have to get back to town, but yes, that does help with the emotional trauma. Let's go skin some frogs. 
Okay. And assumedly, we begin to head out. You all. Yep. What's this about trouble? Unless someone else has something to do. Uh, we're going to skin the giant frogs on the way out. If yeah. yep. it takes it takes some time and effort to get back up through the um, through the way you came in because there's a cliff there. But ah, but I had a rope. Attack. You did have a rope. <sighs> so you managed yes. to get back out. Um, who would like to take the lead on skinning the frogs? Uh, would Halistra do it? Halistra stands back at this point. Cool. All right, I'll do it then. Halistra does not volunteer at this point. Yeah. That's going to be survival. And I will assist. All right. So that is advantage. Uh, what are you 15. doing? Uh. Uh, you see, Alistair, when you kill an animal... It's because you're getting paid to. Uh, it's important not to waste the that was uh, an animal? products. What's it look like? It's a frog. It's bigger than a normal frog, but it's a frog. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was a froggy moth. Yeah, no, you're, you're correct. <laughs> exactly. Alistair, if it does change mm. anything, you are currently standing in front of the giant frogs from earlier. Yeah. I saw them butcher the other the other frog though, so. Uh huh. Uh, what's that? Right, That's so a liver. Mm. I'm hoping that mm. I get at least a little bit of something. Yeah. Well, what are you trying to get off of them? Um. Um. Probably as much useful stuff as possible. Okay, useful in um and for the purposes of magic sense or for the purposes of like food. Um, how many were there? There are three, four, four. Yeah. So probably a little bit of both. Helpful. Oh hi, there's the other map. Yep, hey. I moved you back. Anyway, okay. there were three. That's right. The other two got charmed and left. Relocated. Yep. Okay, so yeah. There are, um, by the way, five frogs outside just watching you do this. Actually, two frogs outside. Two frogs that still aren't quite inclined to leave the cave because the cave has nice water. Um. Yes, I will go talk to them and convince them. Okay. Just for simplicity, animal handling check. Uh, Eleven. <laughs> it takes Technically, some... I do still have animal friendship active. Mm. Yep. Because that's a 24-hour spell. It takes some doing, and they are kind of stubborn about it, but eventually they, despite the water being very nice and soothing, will leave the cave for you. Okay. Um, 
they're sad about being displaced from a favorable habitat, but they'll do it. Um, We've got yeah, habitat. I will explain it to them quite simply and matter of fact. Mm-hmm. If they stay here, two legged two legs will come and kill them, <laughs> yeah. and they will keep coming until they have succeeded. They don't seem to have much time permanence, but they will accept the explanation. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'll say you get two frog tongues, f- five frog toes, and a day's worth of rations. And I will try to get them out before their friends get carved up. <laughs> All right. Uh, the one you created a beast bond with, while the beast bond is not active, mm-hmm. is looking at you. Look down at it. What? It looks around for food. Ah, uh, yes, food. Um. I'm going to walk over to... Where? Yeah, I'm gonna walk over to where, 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 um, uh, 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 Scott's doing the. Okay. I need to feed the ones that survived. Ragnar's up to his elbows in frog blood. Yeah, they're welcome to have some of this. That is, the, that is the plan. Um, also make me survival with advantage because aid, um, who, who's rolling what now? Me. Ah. Okay. 19. Okay. With a 19. Yeah. You get plenty to feed the frogs and also a day of rations for yourself with a 19. I'm not keeping any for myself. Okay. But noted. I like the idea that you're going to feed the frogs the other frogs. The frogs would be eating the other frogs anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. The primary diet of a large frog is smaller frogs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> usually like, usually it would not... be the other way around, but because yeah. you've got the larger frog dead. But yeah, it's not... Yeah. It is definitely not outside their diet. Um, especially because D&D frogs, their diet is, what can I put in my mouth and consume? Uh, so frogs, foxes, children. Yeah. Rocks. More children. Goblins. Yep. The goblin's boots. So, Froghemoth dispatched R- food and arcane supplies recovered. Uh huh. Cool. Frog hey, let's hope this all back to town. Food. Um, Sky will keep one of the frog toes and give you the rest of the stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. I load down the pony. Hmm? 
Yep. Back to mirror show, then. Alright. You head so, out, arriving, unless there's anything someone wants to do. No, no, it's fine. Okay. Um, you managed to arrive back in town. Again, it's about an hour's trip from town to the area. Where are you going first? Gert, in the inn. Okay. <laughs> yep. Um... When you enter the inn, you see um, it's a little later in the day, but it has calmed down since you were here earlier. Um, you see one or two, two, two or three men at the bar, um, one of whom just seems to have decided the party has started, whatever time it might be. <laughs> um just sort of laughing and talking to the barmaid, um, who, when she sees you, uh, holds up a finger and seems to call into the back room. Um, there's a few tables with people at them. Some adventurers, <laughs> mostly just locals who, well, stop by the tavern for food. Um I am looking for Gert. Okay. Yeah. After about a minute, Gert will come out of the back. Um, Again, this sort of grizzled older man with large swords on his back. You finished up? That we did. Come on back for talk about it. Get what you paid for. Um, I will follow. So, how to go? Uh, there were one or two surprises. Uh, somebody f- failed to mention the fact that there was a frog emeth downstairs. Well, didn't know about that. <laughs> that was my guess. We took care of it. We did indeed. Killed a number of the amphibians. Uh, rest, we drove off southward towards the lake. Hmm. With the understanding that uh, they shouldn't come back, let's just say. Yes. All right. So, you can assure I me assume... that they've cleared out of there? I assume they will be safe further away. It'll give you a bit of a confused look. What you mean? I mean, where they have moved to, you'll not further go expand to there and then want to kill them again. As long as they're out of the lakes, we can make the alcohol just fine. I'm not in charge of where people settle. So that's what you're asking. Uh-huh. Oh. He'll... I believe there was a uh, price of 2500 for yep. the clear He'll out. 
plop the gold down. And That's uh, your do you know any tanners or leather workers in town might be interested in some hides? Hmm. Mm, there's a few. Uh, the merchant exchange uh, will take most raw materials in exchange for coin or if you want to sell directly to the leather workers you might get a lower price in gold but a better price in armor discounts if that's what you're looking for good to know well, appreciate the uh, intelligence on that <clears throat> yep And Ragnar will give him a nod and pick up the money and uh, head out. <laughs> okay. He'll stop up I in the week. We'll have some beard from the... Sorry, I'm tired. <laughs> Can taste the victory of your reward. Will do. <laughs> And Ragnar will sort of usher everybody out. Okay. Are you no, all he said ushered? beer. No. He said later in the week. Oh. Don't worry, you can come back in a minute. <laughs> if you all allow yourself to be ushered, who's going where next? Well, Ragnar is going to take a quick poll and see if anybody is wanting leather or leather-type armor made for them in replacement for whatever they currently use. We can get that. Like, Ska doesn't wear armor, so... Hey, Well, you took plenty of hides off those things that we killed, and that's generally what you use in order to make armor. So... You can turn frogs into armor? If you know how to. Huh. And it's a sturdy in the frog, which I think these were. And it's not going to smell weird. Or look well, ugly. Well, armor always smells a bit weird, especially uh, <sighs> the time you put it on. And, uh, as far I've as got I'm an image to maintain. Yeah, I don't like, think frog armor is going to go damage the, that one bit. I've got to go for the roguish adventurer look, because apparently I'm an adventurer now, and I think I think this is a pretty good crash course in adventuring. It seems that you talk to someone who tells uh, you to kill something or someone for money, you. and then that's it, you're done. You kill them. That's that's. It's kind of like an assassin, actually, but well, you know, exactly. less, <laughs> less mystique. When you kill it, then you go back and you get paid. You know, yes, Alistar. Frog armor would be unique, and people would remember you. Yeah, as the froggy guy. As the unique guy. As Why? the froggy smelling guy. Why do you care? He's a bard. She looks at, yeah, she looks at Ska in a long... Like dead even, like dead even expression, like, like completely blank, and it's like you say that as if that is supposed to be an answer to that to what it's I said, difficult. and it's very difficult to do my job if you smell bad. It wouldn't smell like you anything smell like... other than armor by the time it is done. 
You, you smell like this city all the time. You smell a flower. Exactly. People love that smell. This is why I hate people. And cities. <laughs> and people in cities. Scott will turn to Ragnar. What's my cut? Well, it depends on how it's much we can uh, sell these reagents for, but uh, keep a running tally and then uh, give you a top. But everybody's looking at at least 800 gold. I know running Beautiful. tally. You That's run as lot. long and as far as you like, my boy. No, she's great. Running tally. You don't know? Oh, right. Different person. Never mind. Wires crossed. Don't worry about it. I do not understand. Something about wire. Um, all right. Well, don't worry about it. Nobody needs anything particular. I'll see if we can uh, move this wholesale. Okay. And Ragnar's headed to the, uh, to the trade exchange. Mm-hmm. You've actually been to this person before. Um, Hooray. Because I'll go with you. On your way out of town, you exchanged a lump of gold for money. Yes. Lump of melted gold. Um. Lump of valuable metal slag. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. Who all's going with Rackle? Sky will go. Uh, I'll go. Okay. She has nothing. She has no better place to go within the city, so she is sticking with for now. You all arrive at this small sort of. Um, it's a. It's sort of in the central square of the. In the central square of Mirashore, there's a few, various kinds of establishments, um, and you all arrive. If, Ragnar, you head up to one of the booths that you know, uh, sort of, there's a curtained off back area, and out front there's this human woman you've seen before. She'll incline her head. Hello. What can we do for you? Oh, um, nice. Nice to see you again. Hello. Well, hello. nice to see you as well. Hmm. Uh, I'm in the market for something dashing. Have you got something dashing? Um, I'm afraid we mostly do currency exchange and raw materials, that sort of thing here. You told me we were getting armor, Ragnar. There's some foreign currency that... I asked if anybody be interested in armor, and since nobody said anything... I thought we were going shopping. I I just want to browse. Sorry, hang on, love. So we're not going to go and look at... All right, fine. You, you tell your stuff. We will after. Thank you. That's all I ask. Well, <clears throat> we've got a, a rather sizable uh, haul of what you would definitely call raw materials here. Um, hides from uh, giant frogs and other amphibious creatures. <laughs> so, uh, my companion here may wish to... Uh, reserve a 
segment of it for his own personal use. Uh, as long as it doesn't smell froggy. It all smells froggy. Absolutely bashing and smell bashing. Uh, But uh, in the meantime, uh, we're looking to sell what we can. All right. Putting aside, I assume, enough for armor to be materials provided. Hmm. Well, frog isn't the most common leather. It's also not the most useful. Um, About 150 gold for the rest of it. Can I make an insight check sure. <laughs> to see if that's a fair price? This is going to go great, guys. <laughs> that's a five. <laughs> I was like, can I also make one? Yeah, sure. That's an eight. <laughs> We're doing great. Seems like a fair price. Yeah, 250. This person exchanges currency. She's telling you what she can give you for the material-based currency you have provided. Um, Okay. Like, if you had handed her a barrel of rice, she'd tell you what she can give you for a barrel of rice. She's not bargaining. Um, Okay. Well, that's good to know, at least. 250. She's she's not negotiating. She's she's Hmm? telling us what... This is is not a... This isn't a place you can haggle, son. You can haggle anywhere, shut up. I do not right. understand what is going on here. Well, that's you the price I to. can give you for it. Obviously, I can do more for the whole batch, but setting aside for armor, 150 is what I'm ready to give. Well, Alistair, do you want frog armor or frog emeth armor? Which one looks better? Well, this one looks like it came off a frog, and this one looks like it came off someone took about an elephant-sized number of frogs and cobbled them together into a single thing. So it's really up to you. Huh. Neither of those sound particularly dashing. You know what? I think I'll be fine. All right. Uh, what would be uh, the negotiated price then if we uh, gave you the whole lot? For the whole lot, three fifty. Sold. Okay. Um, she will take it, measure out gold on her little scale, hand you a receipt. Thanks for doing business. Likewise, you've been most kind. Um, Alistra, sorry, I need to check the, on a spell. Oh no, I remember this, this is, uh, this is gonna be beautiful. Uh Uh-oh. It's not that bad, it's okay. Um... Yeah, I mean, make me a wisdom save. That's what I thought. Um, I'm not necessarily worried about what someone's going to do to me. I'm worried about how Halistra is going to respond. 24? With a 24, Halistra, you're 
sort of not particularly I assume you're not all that interested in the sale itself. No, she's only vaguely following exactly what's going on in the yeah. first place. And you can kind but so you're kind of like vaguely paying attention and then you feel something in the back of your mind and you can feel like this is not entirely unfamiliar given where you grew up. You can feel the pressure and presence of something reaching into your consciousness and seemingly trying to find something there. She notably audibly hisses and tries to force whoever or whatever it is out. Yep. You succeeded the save, so yeah. Yeah. Um. You okay? Somebody... And she looks around to the whole of the group. Okay. Hello. Someone was poking through my head. Not it. Like, Scott will literally put her hands up. I, I I did not think it was you. It does not seem to be your capabilities. Exactly. Einar is currently in the middle of writing down in his book. And that's... Hmm, 475 for you, and 475 You can make you, me an insight check if you would like, Alistair. Yeah, sure. And Ragnar gives everybody 475 gold each. Sweet. 22. None of them seem particularly guilty of this. Guilty in general, maybe, but not of this. You also (laughs) were right next to them for at least the last minute. And you saw none of them say the words you'd think of for spell or make the motions. This right. detect thoughts does require verbal, somatic, and material components. So is this a normal thing that is done within the city? People just invade other people's thoughts. Sorry, what's going on? Somebody tried to get into my head. All right, who was it? I don't know. We're going to go investigate. Okay. Uh, so, um, that's a one. <laughs> you turn a... to Einar, and then you realize you're not even sure your brother has that spell. Right. So, and you wouldn't um, rat him out anyway. Right. <laughs> so, at the, at the mention of going to look uh, to sort of humor everyone, um, Einar just kind of looks up from what he's writing in his spell book. And cast Detect Magic. Do I see any magic nearby? <laughs> How does the tech thoughts work? Um, anything magical going on around here is in my trousers. You mm. can see magical items on many of your allies. You can also see um, a magical aura around the spectacles of the woman who is uh, who just assessed. Um, the uh, leather leather for you, I, yes. Yeah. 
which does seem to be divination based. Close enough. But typically, I wouldn't associate spectacles with a uh, thought peering spell, however. No. On a shopkeep, you associate them with detecting false I, things. Yeah, like identifying things. Mm-hmm. Um, do I sense? Do I see any other any other auras of like spells being maintained nearby or? Um. Hmm. It's only a thirty foot range, yeah, so if I'm, they're outside I'm of thirty gonna, feet, I'm just look, reading the. Um, Looking around, um, you can, this is a fairly busy square, you can see one or two additional magical auras of just people walking around. Um, One you're almost certain is a mage armor, two more you're less sure of the exact nature, but do seem to be some sort of magic being maintained by the individual. Um, but so, no one it, that necessarily stands out to you as... I was about to say, does anyone look out of place as a spellcaster? No, not of those you see. Um, one of them walks into the potion shop. <sighs> There's magic active, but none of it strikes you as um, what you're looking Thought, for. Yeah. Well, whoever it is has likely let the spell go after their failure. I can't sense it now, at least not within a short distance of us. So we do not know who? Uh, We don't, but you're very correct in assuming that that's not exactly par for the course. That's a bit worrisome. Uh, You also seemed a bit... uh, taken aback by the process here. Are you familiar with uh, basic economics, media of exchange, currency, that sort of thing? Yes. Alright, because we were selling shit for money. It is not the selling things that I had a problem. Oh. Sorry, I'm not entirely familiar with uh, your culture, so just wanted to make sure. No, no. I I very well understand that. Excellent. And she is just going to be in a shitty-looking mood. Okay. For... For 1d6 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Got it. Um, so, having done that, you've offloaded the leathers. Um, you have some potion supplies, or arcane supplies that Scott also acquired. Mm-hmm. And a promise to go shopping. Yes. Yay. All right, Alistair. Here's your money, 475 gold. Then I take him by his shoulders and turn him, there's the armor merchants, shove. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Don't spend it all in one place! So there's a potion shop? There's a potion shop, um, 
armor, adventuring gear. All right. Scott will just look back at, at Ragnar and say, I'm going to go look at the potions. And I'll head over Fantastic. to the shop. Okay. Do I see a... Um, um, I don't want to say a magic shop, because it's not what I'm looking for, but a place where I might be able to buy spells. Make me an investigation roll. A bookstore. Investigation. 20! Alright, with the 20? Yeah, you can find a um, place that seems to be selling scrolls. Old Man Nova his his unique and valuable magical informations. I, Just on, ended- on like this sign that clearly like clearly this many words was not meant for a sign of this size. Um, <laughs> so he had to he had to like cram it into the margins. Yeah. <laughs> if I if I enter the store, do I find an old man Nova? Yes, you do, but we will get back to that after I check with the others. Um, yep. Halistra, sure. anything you're particularly looking for, looking to do? Um, Halistra is pretty much so when money gets passed, gets gets held out for her, she stares down at it, looks back, is, how about you hold on to it for me? All right. <clears throat> I have no, if I need of something, I will you know, but I don't expect to need of any. Fair enough. Um, And she is just going to she's going to mostly uh, follow this group around using them as her case study of what is this, what is, what are (laughs) What are people in this part of the world actually like? Okay. This poor, poor world is going to is going to have the worst reputation ever. I was about to say um, we're Ragnar, not the best. What case is your study. plan? Um, he's gonna go looking at. He's gonna go look for basically somebody if if this is a thing in this setting, somebody who puts magical enchantments on either armor and or weapons. So, you being, for simple enchantments, you can often find them just the armor merchant themselves. If it's something very specialized or complex, you can make an investigation roll. Mainly, he's having just fought a huge monstrosity and knowing that sometimes you need magic weapons rather than just regular weapons. Um, Mm -hmm. He's going to want to see if he can get Mm. even just like a plus one enchantment. Yeah, that sort of thing would be just the armorsmith. Um, In terms of if you wanted something enchanted as a weapon of warning or with like Mm -hmm. some other very unique property, um, Mm -hmm. you might want to find someone specialized, but... Okay. Yeah, no, he's just looking for, for the reg. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um. So, having everyone decided what they're going to do, we're going to take a quick break while I check some settings. And welcome back to Breakverse. So, 
Uh, we will be without Dermy for the rest of the episode. Um, not because of ta- duct tape technical issues, but for other reasons. Um, so, each of you has somewhere you would like to go. Halistra will be following and observing each of you. Um, so, Just- Alistar, you are shoved towards, uh, towards an armor merchant. Thanks. Hello there. Hello. What can I get for you today? Um, and you see these glistening breastplates and fancy <laughs> embroidered hide armors lining the walls. Alistar is so upset that you ended that, sen- that work. You ended that, uh, little part of the sentence with plates. Yep. Um, right, okay. Well, well, my good, my, my good person, I, uh, oh, am I going to need some armor? Because I'm an adventurer, you see. I see. Adventurers yes, should dude. come here and get the god. He doesn't say that. Get the <laughs> shiniest, best armor with the for looking your peak while slaying or doing whatever adventurers exactly, may do. Exactly, my my good, my good fellow. I look, I, I like you. Okay, look. Um, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it to your discretion. What's the most dashing piece of of sort of Lightish armor that you have available that I might protect my obviously top quality assets while still, you know, displaying them prominently. Prominently. I understand exactly what you're looking for, so give me a moment, it is in the back! Um... And if you need to take any measurements, then I I'm here. Wings. He just he just comes Wings back again. with he just comes back with the uh, the uh, thing. Journey quest was no not the thing before problem sleuth. And absolutely none of us know what you're talking about, William. Actually, the only one who wouldn't know would be Aaron. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are we talking? Well, so he he'll come back and he has a few different options. Um, all of them are light armor, um, and they're all heavily embroidered. One has glistening scales on the arms and other parts of it. Um, that shimmer multiple colors, some sort of iridescent blue. Um, and the sim- symbols of waves, and it's this glittering blue who hide armor. Um, the next one is bright gold with fur, a fur lined collar and a cape behind it of. Just the most beautiful golden fabric you have ever seen. Alistar's eyes are so wide right now. Um, the third one is perhaps a little subtler, but no less 
top-of-the-line craftsmanship. It is a more traditional armor color of brown, but with purple tints and, and sparkles across the across the hide. Um, the purple one is hide. The other two are both... Um, the scaled one is studded leather, and the golden one is leather. Um, oh, I really like the shiny one. But do you have more capes? I do. Any of these can be fashioned with a cape of of the fairest silk or or other more exotic materials you might prefer. Hold on. Checks his pulse. Nope, I am alive. I haven't died. This isn't this can't quite be my heaven, but close enough. Can I try it on? Of course. Which would you like to choose? Oh, I'll take the shiny one, please. He'll look at them all. Assume you mean the golden one. Uh, no, I mean the iridescent one. Oh, okay. Uh, he's looking at it. Yeah. In fact, he's been looking at it since he saw it. <laughs> <He's>, um, <laughs> it's like love in his eyes, but it's not. Yeah, okay. So he'll help you sort of get into and sort of cinch up... Um, and obviously, we Ooh. can make customized adjustments to accentuate your specific figure as well as possible. And he will pull out um, a cloak of a blue. It's slightly light, lighter color than the scales themselves, but it matches perfectly with the glowing aesthetic. Do that again. I mean, no, yes, of course, definitely. Um, and he will show you a mirror... Oh. oh, this is this is dashing. This is dashing. Never, never has there been a bard so dashing. Indeed, you, good sir. Indeed. Might you recommend somewhere that I could get a hat to top off the ensemble? I can. Now, there is a little matter of price, but let us ensure that you have all of the accessories and augmentation that you like. Now, a hat of made course, of leather, of I can certainly do here. Let me go get... And he will provide a large range of different hats of various shapes and types. Um, <clears throat> some of this same blue leather, some of a different color, or a few that just have this blue leather as sort of a secondary color of a band, um, and he will pull out some sort of feathers, and... He sees the feathers and his eyes go white. (laughs) Essentially, Uh, you can make a hat um, of your preferred shape. I'm not just going to hand you a trophy. It's like Build-A-Bear, but with hats. (laughs) Uh, Yes, he... He will take a hat. I will. I'm trying to find a picture, but I will describe it to you in a minute. Yeah. Um, uh, and he will affix um, the band on one with a feather mm-hmm. that is uh, a sort of offset of the blue that is right. on the uh, the armor. Uh, 
Uh, and then he looks, he sort of gestures to his wallet and, and looks sort of, you know, just <laughs> looks properly, you know, like, like he wants to, to, mm-hmm. to pay, yeah. pay the man and, and, and carry right. on. Um, so how much is the base studded leather? Because I don't 45. have 45. Okay. 45 gold. Um, then for the armor itself would be 200 as it is a rather exotic find for the hat with the band, the feather, her, and also the cape, if you so choose, would be an additional hundred on top of that. Special rate you see for daring adventurers and, and for those who's with an exquisite sense of unity in their outfit. Oh, oh, that sounds perfect. Here you go. Okay. This guy is the Gucci of adventuring. It's about to say. <laughs> Um, I love how he tries to negotiate everywhere except where he actually should. Okay. Yeah. He will take the gold. You noticed. Um, <laughs> and you have completed your transaction, Alistar. Please come back anytime. We outfit. Oh, I will. And, you know, it never hurts to have another set of armor when you're going to a party. Just for that specific touch. Uh, yes, but I have to go and kill some more frogs first. <laughs> have a lovely day, sir. Oh, and you. Thank you again. Alright. Um, next, we're gonna go weapons. Okay. Uh, yeah, so... Ragnar will pretty much just walk inside, kind of take his bearings of the interior, and then literally whichever of the hum- of the individuals in the shop is closest to the door. Hey, got a question for you. Okay, mm. one of the other shoppers will whirl around. Uh, yeah. What? What? You work here? No, I um, and he'll point. Then my question him. is, who works here? Mm. He'll, uh, it's, he'll point behind the um counter. Towards thank you very where much. Three <clears throat> goblins are just sitting on the counter. Okay, stump up there. Hey, what you need? What you need? Afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, which ones of yous can uh, put magical enchantments on? Sharp bits of metal that you use can. to cover up can. monsters with. I'm is. That one's is. It's can. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You then, nah. You want to stab it with magic-y stabs? Well, uh, I've already got an axe here. And I just need this one, uh, shall we say, primed up a bit. <laughs> is this your vicious great axe? or? It's my vicious great okay. axe, yeah. No, get over. Ooh, it's already got... That magic to it, so you want to make it sharper, sharper. Me, that's this little little bit of a tricky, tricky. Magic is tricky because there's one magic and another magic. They they not together, but it's a little bit tricky. But but we can do it. We can we can do it here. All right. How much is that going to set me back? <clears throat> yeah, is can do it for 
four, four, and they seem to confer amongst themselves. <laughs> yes, hive mind goblins. It's already magic. It's already magic. It's hard. It's hard. Mm, but but we can mm. adventurers repeat customers. Very good. Ah, uh, be. Mm. Well, because it's going to take a little bit of weaving and a little bit of time and a little bit of yanking without hoot pulling and a little bit of shoving without out slamming, uh, it's going to be 200 gold to enchant uh, Charper. All right. Well, that's a very interesting price that you're willing to offer right there. Can I roll an insight, see if I think I can haggle these guys down at all? Sure. That's an eight. Their pat modifier beats you. No, I was going to say, yep. Um, Seems fair. All right, you drive a hard bargain, but I can respect that in a trio of craftsmen like yourselves. So, uh, leave it here overnight, or yes, when can I... Yes, can have it ready in the morning. It's can. All right. Very good, then. 200 gold for you. Pleasure doing business with you, gentlemen. We'll take the axe and the 200 gold. Um, and you will end up with a vicious great axe with a plus one. Okay, cool. All right. So, next we're going to go to Ska. You were going potion shopping, right? I was indeed. Okay. So, as you walk into the potion establishment, um, you can t- the windows are curtained off with blackout curtains. Um, and within, there's only the dim lighting of candles. It doesn't necessarily bother you with your elven vision at all, but um, it is dark in here. Um, and you see a woman standing in the back of the shop. Um, the walls are lined with various bottles some bubbles some have some strange colors or effects to them um and you actually recognize this woman this is the woman you previously met in the temple of hearth um when you were in the room for ash okay remind me what her race was um human okay wait no this this one was a sorry gnome no minimal. Oh yeah, no yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I do remember now. Yeah, okay. Um, she's just standing in the back. The counter, like as you look at it, is a bit odd. It it seems to be allowing her to stand at a raised height, um, so she can see over it while making it convenient for those not tiny. Okay. Um. Hello. It's nice to have you stop by. What would you like to purchase? Um, I was just looking for some healing potions. Uh, We only have standards in stock at the moment, uh, which would be 50 gold each. Uh, How many are you looking for? She'll kind of stop for a second. Four. And she'll pull out a little case, open it up, um, and little sort of vials. 
Four healing potions. Standard. Typical. Full effects. Typical. Full price. Um, will that be all for you today? Probably. Unless there's something interesting. We have many types of potions here. Is there something particular that might catch your interest? I don't know. Um, she kind of looks a little lost. Okay. Um, I just know that my friend is gone and healing potions were the thing. I don't know. Are things labeled? Um, no, they're not. Uh, okay. She seems to have a small directory that she keeps looking at. Um, that's allowing her to pick out which thing is which. Okay. Um. Yeah, no, she just kind of seems a little bit like, I don't want to say lightheaded because that's not exactly the, the right wording. Um, distant. Distant. Yeah, there you go. I was going to go with bewildered, but okay. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> it's it's more like her her mind is someplace else. Mm-hmm. Distracted. Um, yeah, distracted works. Um, uh, she will have she will um pull out a small purple vial. We do have things for soothing the mind and protecting it from harm. If that might be of your interest. Tell me more. When one is hurt, they can be vulnerable. And this allows attacks upon the mind itself to fall off a little less harmful. How much is that? um, 90 gold. She'll kind of look a little like she'll look down looking a little sad. Mm-hmm. That's a little more than I could spend. I'm sorry, our prices are our prices. I understand. I might come back for it later. We would love to have you anytime. Yeah. Just the healing potions for now, I think. All right. Nope. So that's going to be 200. Yep. And there's standard, which is... 2d4 plus 4. Or 2. 2d4 plus 4. 2d4 plus 2? Yes. Yep. Beautiful. I'll write that down so I do not forget. Um, she'll pay for the the potions and take them and then just kind of 
just wander the store for a little while, just kind of staring at things, not really looking for anything. Okay. There's bottles. One has a little heart floating down through it. Um, many of them just various colors and shapes, as I said. Yeah. All right. William. Yes. All right. So, Einar is going to a scroll store, correct? Mm-hmm. So, as you sort of step into Nova's, you open the door, and I need you to make me a dexterity save. As something falls on me. <laughs> uh, dex saves, I'm not good at these. Seven. As you open the door, you notice that the door was propping a shelf up, and a <laughs> pile of scrolls falls on your head. They deal no damage, but now you are covered in scrolls as you look around and... There's an elderly man on the count, at the counter, seeming to be standing on top of it, trying to put a few more things on a shelf that is clearly over full. Einar kind of puts his hand in front of his face. Alparith Kelma. And the mage hand that he summons just begins swiping the scrolls away from yeah. his form. Okay, cool. After a moment, he'll... Oh, I, you, you, customer, 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 what do you want? What do you know? What do you want to know? What, ah, hmm? I know some spells and I'm looking to know more spells. Good. Spells are spells. 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 Knowledge. Informations. Yes, yes, I see it in your eye. You have the talent. You have the mind for it. Don't you, don't you, don't you. Mm -hmm. Well, what are you looking to know? Don't you? I want to know what I've lost, and I don't know what that is. Until mm -hmm. this spell book is filled, he says, flipping through the empty pages. I don't know enough. All right. Here, lost. What is lost? Remembering. Ooh. Hmm. There are spells for that, of course. There's spells for everything. Spells. Spells. So many. These. Hey, they fly around like. Flitty fly of fairies. Um. Hmm. And. Um. He seems to be trying to, like, cast a mage hand or something, and a bolt of dark greenish-black energy surges out of his hand, hitting one of these scroll things and causing it to fall down. Ooh, no, no. Wrong spell. Wrong memory. Wrong place. Wrong time. Wrong thought. Um, hmm. What knowledge of spells do you have? Quite a bit. From the depths and the highs and the lows and the... Hmm, I know many spells you... and have many more, many more that around, around. Uh... Funny you mention the depths. Hmm. 
Mm. That's, where my, that's where my spells have been lost. Ooh, the ocean. The ocean does not give back. The ocean reverts. The ocean takes, well, nothing but everything. Hmm. New life, new start. You're abandoning. Hmm. Then very interesting, very interesting. Ah. Let us see. Let us see what we can find for you. Ah. Oh, I need the tag ritual. Cut to a random shot of Alistar wandering <laughs> about town, looking smug <laughs> and <laughs> prancing around. All right. <laughs> In very, very Scott's fancy armor. Random. Um, and Scott mechanically, is it is just bottles. studded leather. Um, <laughs> studded leather that you paid 300 gold for. Yeah, did. You feel free to put it in as whatever you'd like, but it is fancy studded leather. It comes off as very formal or fancy when you need it to. Um, but yes, you paid 300 gold for studded leather. Um, yes, indeed. Finding spells. Do 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 do. Um. I need to know things. I need to find things. The knowledge that I've lost needs to be regained. Any magic that can assist, I need to know. There are. Many spells that give you something of knowledge. Many more that risk knowledge. Risk this knowledge, too. Hmm. And he'll pull out a one of the scrolls and sort of unfurl it, um, sort of showing you a twisting magical language that you would obviously need to spend the time and magic to decipher. This one can get you in contact with those who might know. Even with the with the ocean removing knowledge, it's very hard. But there are creatures, places, beings, existences that do remember. Mechanically, a spell of contact on our plane. Mm-hmm. It's a tricky yeah, one. Fidgety. Is there anything particular you are looking for? Divination shit? <laughs> um, specifically? There's a spell that was used very recently on one of my allies to attempt to read their thoughts. Mm. Do you happen to know of that spell's scripture? Well, that's a tricky one. It's easier to bottle the mind than write it out. But but we do, we would have that. Um, and he'll pour around through scrolls um, and produce three that 
well disparate, um, he says, these ones, these ones are detecting the thoughts of others, uh, knowing what is in their mind and praying deeper at risk and cost and consequences and uh, very pretty ladies chasing around with their shoes. I think I can mitigate that risk. Hmm. Think yourself a clever one. Be careful with that. Um, yeah. What would you ask for the scroll? Yeah. Knowledge can be an exchange. It can also be a give and take. I don't accept money here, but something knowing what, what do you know? What do you want to give? What do you want to know? I want to know everything. Everything explodes the mind. It's not a price that can be paid. It is an infinite. Be specific. At least for now, temper your ambition with its goals that let you get there. Hmm. I want to know how to survive, how to find what I've lost. Hmm. No questions, no things you want answers to, places you've been, people you've met that you want to know better. All that I need to know in regards to the people I've met is the one that I still have at my side. Mm -hmm. Places. There are things of mine that lie at the bottom of the ocean and I need to find them again. Now oh, that, that could be, that could be a price. He, 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 he. You look for what the ocean took when it reversed you. Mm. I do. You tired born, silly tired born, whatever. Ah. And he will pull out what looks like an orb. It is carved in the shape of a head, probably like a human head. It's without too many discerning features. Um, with a mouth and eyes and ears and. and the things that are on a head, um, no hair, and sort of some sort of magical arcane script on what would be the sort of back of the scalp. This is a spell. Recite the words of the spell when you need to find or think you're close, and it will speak to you, give you hints, give you pieces, give you something. But it will also give that to me, and it will give me what you have. Knowledge. Knowledge is good. Knowledge is everything. You and I have a, are of an agreeance. Deal. I extend my hand for yep. that. Um, you get that, and three scrolls of detect thoughts. <laughs> Perfect. Deals I'm sure, there's more. Deal struck. 
I'll find what I need elsewhere then. He'll incline his head. Come again. I'm sure that I shall. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Alistra looks at you from the corner. Blinks a few times. As she has now seen quite a bit of interesting shopping. As at some point the group reunites. Just look at Alistra on the way out. Got something to say. And I just kind of walk past without waiting for an answer. <laughs> I do not understand you. I think. That's not the right accent, think, is it? I don't think you need to. Alright. <laughs> yep. Eventually we reunite. And Antioch got socks or something. <laughs> he can tell me later. Yeah. He probably just went back to the tower and was doing something on this forge. Huh, that may be true. Alright. So, what did you find, brother? Well, found a trio of rather interesting goblin, uh, well, I don't know if they're siblings, friends, grandfather's father's son, grandmother, mother, daughter, could have been anything, really. But they know their way around some weapon enchantments, it seems, so uh, I'll be stopping back to get a wee bit of improvement on my axe tomorrow morning. Indeed. In the meantime, it's back to old reliable, and he just kind of pats the hilt of his great sword that's sticking out over his shoulder. Don't forget to take your time to become attuned to your new toy. I say pointing at the, at the trident. Oh, I. <laughs> Which is sort of just kind of poking blades first out of a backpack that mm-hmm. he's wearing. <laughs> Very non OSHA uh, carry on that one. <laughs> and for the rest of the world, unsafe. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Alistar, I see you've. Found the gaudiest outfit you could procure. Yes, isn't it wonderful? I'm sure you drove them quite a bargain. Oh. Oh, don't worry, I got my, I got my money's worth. Look at this material. Feel it. Not, not there. Later. No. I don't think so. I don't think I will. Hmm. You the, only t- the only time I'll be the only time I'll be feeling the material of your clothing is if I'm peeling it from your corpse to extract organs. Uh, what oh. was that mother always used to say, Einar? Uh, the birds are meant to be heard, not touched. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you and your your mother and I would have got on very well. I like a challenge. <laughs> I'm sure he would have liked. I'm sure he would have she, loved the broken pelvis as well. Almost certainly. Was she a hirsute lady? As most dwarves are. And Rag- mm. Ragnar just kind of looks off to the side and then turns and walks towards the tower. <laughs> and Scott pointedly says nothing and follows Ragnar. Okay. Gross. 
straight people. <laughs> yep. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> what? Well, We're definitely not talking about Alistar. Alistar okay, is good. definitely not straight. Thank you. <laughs> just, just gross sexual people in general. <laughs> oh well, here's that. <laughs> Grossly sexual. <laughs> Emphasis on the gross. Yes. I think it's been about a gross so far. <laughs> and right. that's enough puns for now. <laughs> oh, I didn't think we could overload Alistar on puns. <laughs> you head back to the tower. You enter into the base floor, a Magnificent wizards creep den. First mate! <clears throat> Where's our first mate? <clears throat> the undead cat slowly pads into view. I throw him some frog meat. <laughs> he can't consume it, so he just, like, eats it up and then it, like, falls back out of the jaw. <laughs> where there isn't a jaw... Is worth of bone. Good luck. Ska will look at Einar, look at the cat, look back at Einar and say, Is it pettable? Uh, it won't bite you unless I tell it to, if that's your question. It wasn't, but maybe it should have been. <laughs> and she'll kind of like shake her head to get that thought out of her head. It's wearing a pirate hat, by the way. That makes it even better. <laughs> yeah. Nice to see that Alistar now has the second most impressive hat in our party. <laughs> he always did. Hey. <laughs> Just silently gestures towards the cat as if the defense rests, Your Honor. <laughs> And goes up to his room. Okay. Where if he hasn't magicked a cot into existence yet, he definitely does so immediately. Okay. Yep. will will bend down to pet the cat. It probably feels very weird, considering all of its skin is gone. Yep. Yep. It's like petting a raw stick. Boneless flesh glob that somehow moves. Yeah, she'll she'll pet it for a moment, and then just kind of stop and look at her fingers, and go back to petting the cat for a moment, and then stop and go. I'll be in my room and go upstairs. The purring noise that it makes is probably not natural either. <laughs> it's less of a purr, more of a gurgle. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably that half that, of the organs that, that needs the for purring have been removed. So yeah, it's or muscles, <laughs> I guess. Just kind of wobbles like Jello. <laughs> yep. And I've got an undead cat. <laughs> undead monkey. <laughs> well, it's like the the necromantic energy gives it the structure that it needs to actually move around. It just makes a very soft squishing noise whenever it moves because there's no bone for rigidity. Yep, basically. I can hear it in my brain. 
That's what we're planning on. Squish, 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 squish. Yep. yep. Okay. So, Ragnar is getting a rest. What are, I'm assuming the rest of you are doing the same? Yep. Um, Scott is actually going to um, make a little altar mm-hmm. um, and pray a little bit. All right. Uh, and then make a hammock and go to bed. Okay. Uh, I'm actually, while I'm resting, I'm going to be taking the time to transcribe uh, the detect thoughts into my spell book. Cool. Which I believe is going to take four hours because it's a second level spell, or is it going to take two hours? Mm, let me check. I'll, I'll do it myself and right. let you know. Every wall surface in Alistar's chamber is now a mirror. Okay. Um, (laughs) Everywhere you'd be able to see your reflection, you instead see this mirrored version of yourself. He does seem... I forgot. Does he have the hat? At first, he seems to be wearing the same clothing he wore when you defeated him, but... As sort of appraising you, he seems to adopt the same armor and hat. Oh, thank God. Okay. Good hat. Very good hat. Indeed. Yeah. I was worried for a second there. About what? That you might not have had the hat. Mm, I have some control over this interaction. Huh. Well, unless there's anything you need, I'm just going to admire myself for a bit, so... Admire away, I already am. All right, then. And fade to black. (laughs) There's just this cinematographic... Like the, we must fade to back black very quickly. Um, <laughs> it just kind of pans <laughs> up and to the left a little bit. Yeah, but it's all mirror, so you still see things so they have to black. <laughs> yeah, but it's all very tasteful angles. <laughs> well, this is Alistar. You sure about that? Okay. I'm not filming this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you all get a rest and yep. awake in the morning. First thing in the morning, uh, Ragnar will attune to his uh, trident. Okay. Um, and... Yeah, you're attuned. I'm going to put that in your... Specific journal, so I know that you're attuned to that. Cool. Mm -hmm. Trident of bad reads. Yep. It's the nightmare fork. (laughs) (laughs) And that is how it shall be known forevermore. Sure. That's what Shea Goreth would call it. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. You have a new trident. Yeah. That can torture people. Yeah. <laughs> As you sit in your war room. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, morning is uh, Ragnar pulling out some probably cold cheese and bread that is only partially stale. Eating a bit and then trotting his ass back down to the weaponsmith to pick up his uh Kay. his axe. He's made it sharper, sharper. Got anything I can test this out on then? Back, back, around back. There's uh, dummies, dummies, straw people. Excellent. You all really run, really run a, a full service establishment here. I'm quite impressed. Indeed, indeed, we do, we do, I do, he does, do. Excellent. Mm -hmm. And uh, he'll go out back and chop up some sacks of straw yeah. for a bit, just it until is, he gets the feel of it. You get the hang of it, you attune to, actually, I don't think that one requires attunement. Nope. <sighs> Which oh. is fantastic. Actually, as a plus one weapon, it may. Okay. Well, I still haven't used up my three attunement slots yet, so I can have them both. William, what's Einar doing? Um, after waking up probably a little bit later than most because he spent four hours uh, over the night in transcribing that spell into a spell book, okay. um, he will stand up get up, and proceed to go throughout the tower, basically telling everyone, including his brother, whenever he gets back, uh, that it's time to figure out where we're going next. Okay. So we need to all meet somewhere, probably in the tower, at the base floor. Mm -hmm. And convene on where next to travel. Yeah. What our goals are. Alright. So, you each receive that message. That it is the time to determine goals and make decisions. Does Einar come up to each of our rooms personally? Probably not. He can probably figure out how to send a message throughout the tower from the base floor. Eh, you haven't quite managed that yet, because Antioch tried earlier and wasn't able to make a sound system. Um, That's fair. So probably eventually, yes. Okay. I know we'll, we'll see that Scott has a little altar with the picture of Anders like sitting on it, and is uh, just kind of sitting in front of it. And she he looks like praying. He pauses for a moment, doesn't comment on it, and just delivers his message and then leaves the room practically immediately. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you start talking, she'll kind of turn her head, nod, and then turn her head back. All right. So, you all convene. War Room, Wizard's Den, or the three floors worth of communal space that you don't use. Probably the war room, all things considered. Yep. Yeah. That's partially I hope what this, it's there for. I hope this is important. I was adjusting my hat. 
more important than adjusting your hat, yes. You say that, but I don't believe you. Up out of Kelma, the hat, like a mage hand, just slightly tilts the hat to a jaunty angle. (laughs) I mean, that's jaunty, but is it dashing? You make the hat dashing. The hat does not make you dashing. It's a it's a symbiotic experience. <laughs> anyway, we need to determine what we're doing next. Well, mm-hmm. we're located roughly here. Points to it on the world map. <laughs> I'll bring you over the, the section of the world. Or whole world or section? Either way. Mm-hmm. Whole world. I mean, he's got he's got a whole world, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right about there. <laughs> About yonder. We've got some weird hints of corrupted deities and such things. Uh, Word of some half-ascended beings that are threats to society and possibly all living creatures across the continents and the islands. Uh... What else? Hmm. You and I have business with the ocean. That we do. If I'm not mistaken, I believe something about this entire plot was related to the Deep Lands. That's fair. And Halista, wherever she's at, could probably give us some information there. Oh, and he walks over and he pulls that book mm-hmm. from... Uh, the temple that we found, the ocean E one, okay. and he flips it open and tries to read it again. Um, make me a wisdom save. Come on, don't fuck me up now. Nineteen. Now we're talking. All right. Um, it's probably a twenty. <laughs> you do save, so uh, while the contents remain. Challenging for you. You are not driven mad by them at this time. Yay! Uh, what are you looking for in these swirling stories of nonsense and chaos? Um, any sort of common thread or stated threat that's either local or at least identifiable. Um, make me a, uh, what's a research role? Investigation? Investigation? Okay. (laughs) This is going to be great. That's a nine. (laughs) You can't find any repeating threads or, these stories seem like, fittingly, they seem like madness. Um, Uh and... The sort of fundamental nature of the ocean as this incomprehensible thing, divine technically to you at least, but beyond the gods. Um, But there's a sense of, there is a sense of something specific that you get as you're turning the pages. Um, You find yourself returning to the same page and passages again and again. Um, These pages refer to, well, the story you've already heard to some extent. 
okay. a champion of the eight wings who fought the ocean back during the eras ago, ages ago. Um, mm-hmm. And this particular passage being in a book from the ocean, or well, in a hidden shrine to the ocean, um, speaks of a coiled madness that at the end of this battle was trapped within a serpent, wrapped up with the coil wrapping in the coil of the serpent itself. And this ancient serpent granted an immortality by the coiled madness. This would swallow prey whole and remain in the world. Opening its mouth with to regurgitate the madness it consumes to those worthy. Huh. Um, and this sort of story that only half makes sense to you right now, you read okay. again and again, um, Um, the, with the, with the nautical themes and the sort of consumed and then spat back out kind of nature, mm-hmm. I mean, does that, does that at least parallel kind of the Tideborn experience to me at all? Um, I mean, le- possibly less, you know, madness, chaos, evil, destruction, but, you know, vaguely similar. There's definitely a theme of sort of repeating in both. Um, okay. Though the serpent definitely seems more like a transfer, like what is taken is put back somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um Whereas with Tideborn, it's more of a reboot. Right. So, and as much of our goal seemed to be hidden across the waters, and we're in a port town, we've got a crew, we've got a pair of sailors, we've even got a first mate. I think, we we need, I think we need a ship. I think you're right. Uh, well, do you share that story with the others? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, Alistar, I want you to make me intelligence with proficiency. Uh, with an eight. eight. There's something vaguely familiar about this story. Not familiar in the things you can't touch bard's tales kind of way Mm. but like oh yeah i was probably told about that potentially several times but not quite sure now what um what you have heard of that i know all about that oh do you where's the serpent live do you know no idea uh does it have a name Yes. What is it? Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Uh, are there any stories of what became of its victims, those consumers? And what happens to them? Stories don't say. How much exactly do you know about this thing? All of it. So, a ship. Hi. Well. Where are you looking to to go? Pool our resources, likely. We could always just take one and be off in the ocean before anyone could notice in the dead of night. You know, that is definitely a thing we could do. Antioch's going to say no. Halistra doesn't care for people. Fair enough. Mm, Scar. Yes. Do you want to steal a ship? Will you teach me how to actually yep. run one? Mm-hmm. Further away from land? Works for me. So, Alistair. Yes? Does a raging adventure of daring do, beginning with the acquisition against the law of a sailing vessel to bear us across the mighty and terrifying sea sound like the sort of song you'd be interested in writing? Hmm? I could be persuaded to write such a song. Good. Uh... Personal experience, I would say, is probably one of the uh, better resources for which to draw material for this. Are eventual... you asking? You're coming with want... us, and we're going to steal a ship, lad. No, no, no. Are you asking if I want to be a paid expert buccaneer? Well, no. pay will have I'll, to I'll come workshop from the title. You're going Very to well. be a pirate, lad. A professional, a professional pirate. pirate. Hmm? <laughs> I'm so Where, glad this happened. Scott will just kind of uh, look at the dwarves. We're down a cleric. We should probably stock up on potions. That's fair. That's fair. We'll have to scout the docks, uh, see which of the wharfs is the most accessible, uh, which of the vessels that are currently berthed here have the best dimensions for individuals of our status to run and equip them and hopefully it's at least lightly armed uh brother we think in something uh with a short draft nimbler rather than uh larger i i think a swift vessel would be best at first until we've got a larger crew indeed well all right then. There's uh there's gotta be something better than this for me. Oh, there's there's very little better than this. Mm. <laughs> uh. Um while they're reading their book, I am actually gonna grab mine and have a quick uh flick through it. Okay. What you looking for? Are you looking to I assume the book you got from the library. Okay. I, I am. I'm just 
I'm generally trying to read it to get a sense of overall any anything specific about what this person got up to in the before times. Before dying, I assume. Yeah, before the big heroic thing. Um, most of what is recorded is of this person being a champion, a hero of the people, a servant of the okay. wings. Before that, <laughs> and like many heroes' tales, a lot of it is about how this person was sort of always awesome and always the child who could shoot a bow across and hit the target precisely, um, loved by birds and beasts. Um. Oh, God, it's a Disney princess. (laughs) (gasps) Uh, His younger years, like many, he travelled with others and... It seems that those stayed with him throughout the later on. Um, The only, um, none of them are mentioned too specifically, but um, it is mentioned uh, he once allied with the Bard Princess, who... You know the stories of her, as she is not known for being a bard or a band. Um, The bard princess is a common, primarily allegorical story uh, that mostly is popular within the Seraphic Confederacy, but you're close enough to have heard many versions. Um, She was the princess of one of the smaller kingdoms. She depending on which version you're listening to, evil uncle, stepmother, cousin, whatever, drove her out. She eventually returned with an army, or by herself, or eventually returned and determined that her uncle was doing a good job ruling and let him continue. The versions of the story vary, but she's a popular hero of folk stories. Um, Ah, I'm going to call you Serona. (laughs) (laughs) I do not understand that reference, but apparently Jack and William do. <laughs> Bye, Sirona. No, Sirona. No, not not that one. I mean, oh, it's okay. close enough that that joke works, <laughs> which is why I said it. But it's if you look at my name, Sirona, S I R O N A. That's even that's a different reference that I also get. It's an Irish folklore yes. reference. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yep. Okay. Anyway. Okay, cool. Um, Alistar was like, for some reason, got his nose in a book. Mm-hmm. It looks weird. Well, yeah, Scott you're supposed actually... to keep your nose on your face, not in the book. 
Skull actually walked over to Alistar. I... <laughs> Didn't mean to startle. I know that you oh. sing. But can you draw? Of course I can draw. Shing! <laughs> oh, you mean artistically? Yes. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was, I was trained in all of the, 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 the arts. I guess you would call them. Can I roll insight to see if he's lying? Do you think Alistar knows when he's lying? <laughs> Genuine question. Does anyone think that Alistar actually knows when he's lying? Not really. Depends on the lie. Uh, You can roll inside if you so choose, and if the other player wants to tell you things, they can. I'm going to roll inside just because. 17. He thinks he can draw. (laughs) (laughs) What did you think you were going to get out of that? Hey. You know... Um, she'll turn and ask Einar if he has uh, a piece of paper. I produced the spent spell scroll that got that that was expanded when I copied uh, detect thoughts into my spell book, and I hand it to her. Okay, beautiful. It's a little ashed around the edges, but we'll say the physical paper exists. That works perfectly. Um, she'll, um, oh, she'll also ask for, like, a, like, a pencil or whatever. I get, I hand a quill. Okay, quill. Um. Person with the scholar's back. back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She'll, she'll turn back to, to Alistair. Will you come up to my room for a moment? I thought you weren't. I'm not. (sighs) And she'll start heading up to her room. Okay. Can't um, say I understand, but all right. Uh, and when we get up there, um, she'll hand you the paper and the and the quill, and take the the picture that that she made uh, of Anders. And say, can you draw this on that? Uh, what's the picture of Anders like? It's just a like a sketch of his face. She basically wants you to trace, like, to copy it. Which... What? what? I don't under... I can't take this out of here. You... But did you draw this? I made it into existence. Oh, like with the... All of the... Yeah. Like with the... Right. But I can't bring this with me. And I don't want to forget his face. Well, how would you forget his face? You would be amazed the things the brain can forget when they're painful enough. I tend to remember those, but okay, I'll take your word for it. Uh, yeah, sure. Let me give me give me give me like half an hour. Wonderful. Thank you. 
and she'll like put it down. I'll be back. It's really tempting to just draw a circle with two dots and a smiley line. <laughs> That's yeah, I'm she's really that. hoping that you don't do it's that. A stick figure. <laughs> that you actually try. She looks very sincere and slightly sad. She is genuinely asking <laughs> for your help. Unscroll over it. A N D E R Z. Um, he wouldn't. He wouldn't do that. <laughs> it would be my best friend. Yeah, true. there you go. Um, Meanwhile, yeah, Ragnar uh, is talking to I will have a go. Make me a performance okay. check. Please roll well. <laughs> Even when I roll badly. <laughs> That's too bad. It's certainly not the level of quality that Scar can bring into existence with her memory, but it is a passable picture of a gnome that resembles Anders oh, fairly there's well. one flaw. Um, he's smiling, like, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why it doesn't exactly look That's like why it doesn't look like a man. That's all right. That'll work. Something, I, mean, all right. I see what you got to do there, but something's off. Yeah. But she'll she'll leave you to that, and and she'll leave because she's going to go head to the uh, the temple again. Okay. Ragnar is going to have a private conversation with his brother. All right, we're going to go with the dwarves first. Einar, you do realize, of course, stealing a ship from this town will likely make us unwelcome should we attempt to return, even just to enter our tower. Has that ever changed anything before? No, but uh, we did invest a bit in uh, development of our premises here and just thought I might bring it up in case it was a concern, especially as regards our companions. They may have stronger feelings about this than than we do. I'll say this. Odds are very good that if we steal that ship and aren't seen stealing it, we'll likely not be back until we have a very different ship, at least in appearance. Oh, that's reasonable. Of course, there's always the chance that, given that I I know our presence in town has been noticed, and if a ship goes missing and all of a sudden, hey, those group of strangers that came to town a few days ago are also gone at this time, they'll probably accuse us right away, no matter what we come back in. That's fair. Although... I've been working on something. But it's not quite ready yet. Likely won't be until I've regained a significant portion of magical prowess. Alright. But eventually I hope to be able to craft the rules and rituals for... Shall we say a doorway link? That oh. should take me back to this tower whenever I desire. Yeah. Hey, that'll uh, <laughs> bypass the entire issue then, wouldn't it? Easily enough then. Well, I think I'll take a bit of a walk. 
see what I can find down there. Yes. All this is, of course, moot if there are no ships in the dock to steal. It's a reasonable uh, condition. Mm -hmm. All right. Or perhaps buy if one is trying to dispose of a fine ship for perhaps traumatic reasons. It's fair, although it'd have to be a pretty damn steep discount with the amount of money that we've got uh, rattling around between us all collectively. But we'll see what we can arrange. <clears throat> it'd be amazing what trauma can do. After all, we did get handed a holy artifact because someone was a little mad in the head. <laughs> well, when you put it like that. <clears throat> and I head to the docks. Cool. Um, Cat. Yep. You arrive back at the... Ah, balls. I arrive at the balls? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you I arrive back at the temple. Um, um, yeah, she's going to go... Uh, Back to the Temple of Ash. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the little room Ash. to Ash in the Temple of Hearth. Okay. Yep. Um, and because she has like the book that she got that was basically like the pamphlet about Hearth. Um, she's kind of looking for if there's anything in that same vein as regards to Ash. Mm, not really. It. This is a room that if not effigy, people come to mourn, to contemplate. Um, it's not really a, hey, join our religion, here's a flyer <laughs> space. Okay. <laughs> um, and she'll head back to the main room and ask if they have a library. Um, though, no, the... One of the sisters will. No, I'm sorry. We don't really. We're a temple. We're not a place of research necessarily. We serve those who come and act as a sanctuary. Is there a library in town? Uh, there's a wizard who keeps a lot of scrolls and books, but no traditional library or space of knowledge, so to speak. I, is there something particular you're hoping to find? I've lost a friend recently, and I wanted to know more about the god that he served. If I might pry, which ones? Ash. Oh, well, that's not really something you would find in a library. Uh, the whole Ash is one of is the flames. His practice is widespread and wide varied. Uh, we all, all the flames exist without form or traditional. There are no stories of the flames. That's not how they are. They're more of existences their divine favor is very 
complicated to gain, and, well, those in their service can range quite a bit. We, of course, some followers of Ash will come by, uh, But ashes of the forgotten, so not many. Yeah. Thank you for your help. Of course. If there's anything I can do, please let me know. She'll go back to the, like, she'll nod and then go back to the the room and just, uh, the the little room for Ash, uh, and sit in the back. And just kind of sit there for a few minutes. Right. There is soot beneath your feet. The echoing emptiness as the one other who was praying in the room leaves. So now I'm alone in the room? Mm Mm-hmm. Um... She's going to take part of the wolf pelt that she has Mm -hmm. in her bag and put it into the, into the ash and then roll it back up. Okay. Like into the set and then put it back in her bag. All right. Now I have a soot covered wolf pelt Mm -hmm. and then she'll head back out. All right. Alistar anything you'd like to do uh, I think I've done everything I wanted to do oh um just uh, pick up a cheap rapier to replace my broken one Mm -hmm. alright yep you can buy a standard rapier at market price um yeah, I'm, I saw someone needed. Mm-hmm. So, Ragnar, you're looking yes. for ships. Yes, we are. So most of the ships here are... Most of the ships you see at first are fishing vessels, um, things that go potentially from town to town or to the near islands. Um, uh-huh. Things, essentially, that can make a day's voyage, but not much more. Um, You do see a few larger boats that... Both are passenger boats, some of them, and some that just large vessels for transporting the many imports and exports of a port like this. Um, Anything particular you're looking for? Um, he'd be looking for something one or two masts, uh, preferably, uh, sharp cut on the bow, um, something that looks like it would have a fairly shallow draft, uh, so that it doesn't sit too low in the water and moderately narrow beam. Um, probably something with if he can uh more of a triangular sail than a than a square and 
decent sight lines. Hmm? All right, make me an investigation. Hey, my best one with a modifier of zero. That's a six. You, you haven't had good luck with investigation today. I never have good luck with investigation. <laughs> um, I'm moderately good at talking to people, and I'm pretty good at smacking things. You've got this, like, it. shopping list of exactly what you'd like in a ship, <laughs> and... You're looking and you're looking and none of them are quite good enough. They're, none nope. of them are what you're nope. looking for. Um, nope. There is one thing that catches your eye. It has almost none of the features you're hoping for. Um, it is, though it is actually, it's one mass. So I guess that. Um, I am. But what you notice about it is that it has runic carvings along the entire side and these metal, uh, essentially oars on the side of it that seem to move back and forth on their own as it comes into the dock. Um, Hmm, new arrival. You can (laughs) see one sail, though it's not currently. It's reefed currently? Yes. It's been, like, years since I actually had to use any (laughs) ship knowledge, so. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Look, Portland's a Portland is not on an ocean any so I don't have to worry about it but, anymore. But but the name It's a port. <laughs> it's a port on a river. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Navarra doesn't look like he believes that's a thing. <laughs> no, 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 just like the land of ports, I'd expect more ships. <laughs> Well, there's quite a lot of shipping ships. I just don't have to deal with them anymore. Oh, okay. Um, That makes sense. Shipping ships and party boats. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so it it looks about... hmm, Like, it probably has some bunks, something, but not... Not a huge ship. Okay. Einar, did did Einar come with me? Uh, probably. Okay. Just kind of give him an elbow. Point towards the runes as if to be like, do you know what that says? Uh, do I know what that says? Make me an arcana with disadvantage because you're looking from a ways away and trying not to... Size of the ship for sale. I mean, I can have Munin take a closer look and relay to me the... That's true. Make I, me an I can arcana look, I can look check. My um, and a stealth bird. check from Munin. Okay, so let's see how well the bird hides. It is a bird. Six! <laughs> it's a bird. It's being spotted. Bring the second bird. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Make me the air contract. Uh, that is a 12. These dice do not like me today. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's actually, that's fitting. Um, you're looking at the things through Munin as you see, like, a hand swipe in front of your face. Shoo! Shoo, little bird! 
get out. Go somewhere else. No food for you here. Um, as one of the ship hands just sort of tries to pull this bird off. Mutant um, acquiesces and flies away. Yeah. It, from what you got, it seems to be some sort of enchantment on the boat itself. Um, potentially keeping it aloft despite weight, maybe also moving those oars you saw. Um, but it's a rather complex enchantment. Uh, nothing you're quite certain of. So, uh, as Munin, like, takes a circle to make sure that whoever is, whoever shoot him off has lost him before mm-hmm. he flies back to Einar. So, as the bird whispers into his ear, Well, it seems like I didn't Munin didn't get quite the good look that I was hoping for, but it seems those enchantments might allow the ship to partially pilot itself. Yeah. Keep itself afloat, perhaps move the oars. That'd be quite useful, especially considering we're a bit short handed as far as crew goes. Alright. Well, let's continue walking before we attract any undue attention. <laughs> I'll keep that one in my mind, though. Do I see the name of the ship on the side of it? Uh, no, it seems that where the ship's name would be is occupied by the runes, so they had to forgo that bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No transponder on this one. <laughs> and by the looks of it, a new arrival. Aina. 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 Is, is Alistar actually there? I, I must have come back by now. Okay. What I are going to call it? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I could have sworn they were at the docks. I didn't think you went with them to the docks. I mean, busy drawing. Uh, yeah, if you if you if you followed us to the docks, then sure. I I don't think it took me that long to draw. I would have gone looking for them. I did go and buy a sword, okay. but I think it's just funnier if I'm here. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <sighs> what are you gonna call it? Come on, you must have a name. The Dead Man's Revenge. Oh man. That's a good one. How what? I was thinking the Raven's Claw, but I like yours. It's kind of threat. I mean, I no, you know that'll work. I can I can work with it. I can work with it. Yeah. It was either going to be happen. the Raven's Claw or the Griffin's Door. I wasn't sure entirely which. Well, hey, I suspect, babe, I suspect I'm on the Dead Man's Revenge. How are you doing tonight? Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Can I use it I'm in on, a pickup line? Okay, I'm on board. Well, not literally, but I'm on. I'm. You know what I, I mean. I sus. I suspect, brother, that in the future I'll be spending the majority of the time on this ship compared to you, who will likely be taking. Who will likely be taking shore for a, a number of different adventures. That's fair. That's fair. Mm. Dead man's revenge. I can appreciate. Mm. Um, it's mysterious. Ooh. Okay. 
Yeah, it's less mysterious with the sound effects. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> a little, little too on the nose. Mm. Um, okay, okay. You, I assume, head back to the tower. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Okay. You all meet back up at the tower. Um, Sky arriving just a little bit before you. When Sky gets back, she'll immediately go up to her room. Is the picture there? Uh, yeah. So, Scott, there's a... It's not the masterpiece you might be hoping for, but there's a decent picture of a smiling Anders. He would have hated that. It'll work. And she'll roll it up, and uh, she'll actually tuck it into, like, her shirt, kind of. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that there's nothing in the room that she that is hers that she would not want to like leave behind. Um, and then fill the room with trees. Okay. Before going downstairs and going outside, and then pulling it back out to make sure that it's still there and on the paper. It's still there. It's still a picture. Um, then she'll uh, go back inside just so she's not out outside mm-hmm. and take the picture and uh, take out the wolf pelt that she covered in soot and roll the picture into the wolf pelt covered in soot okay. and put it back to her bag. It's her own little shrine. Make me a religion check. Alrighty. That's a five. It makes you feel a little better. Um, Alright. It's not perfect. It's not exactly what you wanted, but it'll do for now. The other three of you return. Look, I'm just saying, if you hang some furry dice over one of the masts, <laughs> then it'll be a lot more attractive to anyone that we come across. That's all We're I'm not saying. We're looking just... to attract people. We're looking to... You're not looking to attract people, but I'm going to be on the ship too. Did we find oh, a ship? <clears throat> well, we found a candidate. Um... I saw the look in their eyes. We found a ship. Uh, and if you're looking to attract people, that's what you do when you're on shore leave. When you're out on the water, you want to either sneak up on people and be on top of them before they notice, or you want to intimidate people and scare them the fuck off. I've tried both of those things. It's been tried on me as well. It's a completely different context than what you're thinking. Oh. Were you trying to kill any of those people and take all their things? No. What? There you are, then. What? And on that startled realization, <laughs> we're going to end for the night. <laughs> Thank you for bearing with us through technical issues. Have a great day. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.